Can I share with you really quickly a, a, just a single message called Brave, subtitled Strength in the Middle of Disappointment? And I'm going to read a story to you quickly. One day Lazarus, a familiar story, became very sick to the point of death. And if I can get my iPad to work. And so his sister sent a message to Jesus and said, Lord, our brother Lazarus, the one that you love, is very sick. And when Jesus heard this, he said, this sickness is not to end in death for Lazarus, but will bring glory and praise to God. This will reveal the greatness of the Son of God by what takes place. And when Martha heard that Jesus was approaching the village, she went out to meet Jesus where Mary stayed in the house. And Martha said to Jesus, my Lord, if only you had come sooner, my brother wouldn't not have died. But I know that if you were to ask God for anything, he would do it for you. What happens when Jesus arrives too late? And Martha says, if only Jesus, you had come sooner. Have you ever had times in your life or situations in your life where you thought, God, if only you had come sooner. I want to take it a step further tonight, just in the few minutes that I have with you. But what happens when the door that you've been believing for, the way that you've been trusting God for, that door closes? Have you ever had it where you were in a relationship that seemed to be okay and that relationship ended? Or that relationship drifted apart? And you thought, how can it be? How can it be that something that was so closely knit to my heart, certainly this story, their brother, but in all of our lives, that something that can be so closely knit to our heart can be something that's broken or is no more or goes a different direction. And we have that thought, if only you had come sooner, God. I've been reading a book. Um, I've just started it, so I don't, haven't read all the way through it but by a lady named Lisa Turkhurst. It's, and the title of the book is It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. The very first chapter, which I took these first few thoughts from, is she talks about disappointment. Disappointment is when things should be better than they are. What a thought. Have you ever had that thought that, why aren't things better than they are? Disappointment can be when people should be better than they are. <laughs> I saw some quote, I think it was Misty that, that uh, put a quote, I can't remember it, I just uh, left my mind. Maybe it'll come back in a second. Uh, circum, what, when uh, we're disappointed when circumstances should be better than they are. I know nobody in this room has ever been in the middle of something that you thought, could this be any better? When finances, maybe your parents going through things where finances could be better than they are. And the last thing, relationships should be, could be better than they are. One of the things that make us up as, as humans is the interaction that we have with people, whether it's husbands and wives, friendships, romantic relationships, and just by the very nature of being people of relationships, they automatically are complicated. They automatically have highs and lows. They automatically have good times and disappointment. And a lot of times we're affected and we have residual from times in our life that relationships didn't go the way they should have been. Certainly people that have been married and divorced face the, 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 
the continuing effects sometimes of what happens with the relationship that's, that's not made it. Disappointment is part of everybody's lives at some point. One of the things that Lisa Turker says in her book is that every single person that has ever breathed air has had a time in their life where disappointment, I think many times, and I don't think we talk about it, is that we face disappointments and often they're gut-wrenching, they're deep, they're, they're, not, they're not easy, they're, they're, they, they just don't, you don't get over them in 24 hours. But the lingering effect, bravery is staring into the face of the disappointment and determining to go forward. I think one of the things that we face that, we, that nobody says, you know, a lot of times when you're going through something, you just want somebody not to have all the answers, but somebody that's just willing to stand with you. And one of the bravest things that you can do as a friend is when somebody is going through something that you just simply are there with them. And in your own life, when you face disappointment, that you just determine, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to face this like a man. I'm going to face it like a woman. I'm, I'm going to get through this. And oftentimes, disappointments try to weave themselves in like what we did with our last series. They try to weave themselves into your emotions. They try to weave into your thoughts. They try to weave into your, the very nature of what your life is like. But when you're brave, and I'm going to show you how, when you're brave, you determine to go forward. That you are never defined by the things that don't go right around you. If there's anything that could be more freeing is that thought that even though it may not be going my way in my life or even inside of me, it may not even going my way inside this heart of mine, that it doesn't define you. That it doesn't have to dictate how you wake up. It doesn't have to determine how your thoughts and your heart and your trust in the Lord functions. Listen to what happened in this story, and I'll be closing with this. When Jesus heard this, he said, this, this sickness, I'm backing up a little bit, will not end in death for Lazarus, but watch what I highlight, but will bring glory and praise to God. This will reveal the greatness of the Son of God by what takes place. I have never thought in the moment that a closed door or a disappointment was the working of God. But I can tell you in hindsight that many times a closed door or, or the end of something or the renewal of something was always God moving my heart forward. That it was always God taking times that weren't easy, but still in the midst of that, moving my heart forward. Disappointment isn't proof that God is withholding good things from us. And if you're like me, you often think, what, had I, what did I do wrong, God? Where did I fail? Where did I mess up? Where did, where did I lose the mark? Where did I drop the ball? Why is this happening? Why am I going through this? If I could have avoided it, if I could have somehow sidestepped it, if I could have prevented it, have you ever thought that? If, could I have done something that would have made this situation not turn out the way it is? And just plain and simple, that disappointment is going to happen. And it's not with God withholding good things. Sometimes, I love this, it's his way of leading us home. Sometimes the end of something is God saying, I have something different and better for you. Many times if you've thought about, I can think of times in my life where I had relationships or friendships that just weren't right. I remember having a friend when I was right out of high school and 
first couple of years of college. And can I just tell you that, I mean, I've known the Lord all my life, I think, but my mouth changed. My reaction to stuff changed. I mean, I don't think I ever dropped F-bombs everywhere, but I wasn't, it wasn't good things coming out of my mouth. And then all of a sudden, that friendship just came to an end. In the moment, in the moment of that friendship just coming to an end, I'm talking about the bro didn't even, didn't call me anymore. Didn't, we didn't do anything. We didn't hang out, nothing. I'm, I was like, what'd I do? And it wasn't until some time later that God revealed, I didn't like what you were becoming with friends with him. And you know what was honest, the honest truth? I didn't like what I was becoming because of my friendship with him. And so sometimes in the midst of disappointment, when God shuts a door on you and you're facing, you're facing a door that is hit the clicks, that you realize, I can't go this direction anymore. But what do the brave do? The brave find a new door. The brave finds another way that God has for you. And you may not understand it in the moment. If there's anything I want you to get tonight is this, is that you may not understand God's ways in the moment, but he's always leading our heart. Let's finish this quickly. It's the toughest times that increase our trust in God's heart for us. Can I just let you know when things are going well, <laughs> Jonathan's pretty smooth sailing during those times. <laughs> but when it's all rough, and tough and is not pleasant. Can, can we be honest with each other? Those are really the times that I seek God the most. And I don't think God says, I'm going to put you through the ringer so you'll seek my heart. But I'm, I know that he says, you're going to go through a tough time, but no, don't have any fear. It's going to lead you closer to my heart. Listen to Jesus. Then tears, same story, Lazarus. Stream down Jesus' face. Some a, a famous scripture, Jesus wept. You know, it helps me to know he cried. Now I'm not saying go around and be crying about everything. You're going to be slapped around. <laughs> be a man! <laughs> but I'm talking about sometimes stuff just hurts. And in this instance, it hurt. That Jesus looked at Martha and said, didn't I tell you that you would believe in me? You will see God unveil his power. And so they rolled the heavy stone and Jesus gazed into heaven. And I love this. He said, Father, thank you that you have heard my prayer. Can I, can I just say something tonight? I, I, I'm so grateful for the times that I don't feel like my prayers are even reaching the ceiling tiles. But in my heart, in my knower, in my spirit, I know he hears me that I may not feel like I have reached any, any closeness to where God's heart is, but in my spirit, I know he's there. I know he hears me. And Jesus makes that wonderful statement, tears freshly falling down his face, and he lifts his hands and he says, God, I know you hear me. He says, for you listen to every word I speak. Man, I wish I had time on this. No, now, so that those who stand here with me will believe that you have sent me to earth as your messenger. I will use the power that you have given me. And with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out of that tomb. When you have nothing left than God, you have more than enough.
Sometimes you've got to master the authority and strength even when it hurts. That the brave, the brave stand up when they're wounded. The brave stand up when they're discouraged. The brave stand up when they've been hurt. The brave stand up when they don't know what tomorrow is going to breathe. The brave stand up and say, and yet will I trust you. God, never, never give up on God. Allie, if you'll come on up. I love this thought right here. He will never quit your life. I'll let you in on something because many of you are young. People are going to come and people are going to go. And then another set of people will come and people will go. And if you're like me, you want to gather everybody to yourself forever <laughs> and just hold on to them forever. But people will come and people will go, but God will never leave. That though some people may walk into your life, and the hard part is when people walk out of your life and they don't walk out gracefully. And those are huge disappointments. But in the middle of that, when you're brave and you say, God, You'll never quit. Here's the cool thing. He's the most committed one to your success. I had this thought today. First of all, my nephew Samuel is after my own heart. We are, he is like the carbon copy of me as a child. <laughs> I loved toys. I still love toys. <laughs> I loved to imagine. And so the other day I was, sit, I was at their house and we were watching my 600 pound live, don't judge. <laughs> my sister and I, we like to watch my 600 pound live. Hoarders, what else do we like? None of those other weird ones like my sister wives. That's just, that gets too weird. But you know, you feel a whole lot better about yourself when you watch the Hoarders episode. And <laughs> And I realized I got to throw stuff away. <laughs> but Sam was playing with, or not, he wasn't playing, but he was showing me some of the stuff that he collects and does. And I said, let me see, where are, your, where are the, your guys? He calls them guys. I said, let me see this. So he was showing them. And he actually had some of my old ones. And I said, well, what makes you like these guys? And he said, well, they've been this way. And I mean, it's everything that's still in my 46-year-old mind. And so I made myself a note on my phone. G.I. Joe's for Sam, like collector ones. I wanted to find him collector ones. And so you know what happened next. I'm on, I'm on Amazon, I'm on eBay, and I'm looking at, and then I'm zooming in on the action figure, where, you know, some are vintage, some are new, they're all expensive. <laughs> and I said, well, that one's got, and then it occurred to me, it's my pleasure, it's my pleasure to find something for him that he likes and try and get that to him. And so he doesn't know, he knows now, but he, he didn't know that his uncle John's over there looking on eBay, looking on Amazon, looking for things to bless him with. And right in the midst of me all looking for this stuff, just that tap of the Lord. Jonathan, do you know how much I'm preparing good things for you? that you don't even know about. People that are brave in the midst of disappointment trust that God's working better things for them.
people that are brave in the midst of disappointment. Take the hurt, take the disappointment, take the pain and push it aside and, and say they're going to love themselves enough. If you're hearing me, don't hear anything else. Hear I say, what I say this. Love yourself enough to let the love of God come into your life. Because it, it could be all kinds of hell around you. But if you push that aside and say, God, I open up my heart, my thoughts, my emotions, my, my spirit to your love, he'll, he'll fill it. He'll fill that place. It's the desire of his heart. But we have, to, we have to be brave. We have to push the step out. We have to find that strength in the middle of whatever we might be going through. Maybe, maybe nothing's disappointing in your life right now, but hold on, darling. <laughs> the, last, the, ball, the big ball still turning. But it just happens. Maybe you're disappointed tonight. Would you bow your head and close your eyes for a moment? I don't want you to respond to me, just in your heart. Maybe your heart is overwhelmed with disappointment. Maybe it's, maybe it's more than you can bear. I've said in their heart, maybe they're watching this, and they said, Jonathan, it's just more than I can bear. Let the love of God come in. Let the love of God come in. Be brave. Push aside the pain, be brave. Let him replace, let him replace every one of those concerns with his hope. Strength to you, whoever you are, strength to you. Amen. Amen.